0: The full moon is luminescent, mysterious, and offers ancient wisdom. Find out how to connect with the divine feminine energy that is the moon. Tap into its lustrous power and celebrate with simple rituals. Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe Love & Magic Podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. The topic for today's episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast is the full moon. I'm going to share a little historical and scientific background, dispel some misconceptions, because there really are some, incredible ones, and describe several rituals that you might want to try yourself for a full moon ceremony. Last night I did a ceremony and I want to say it was truly magical. We just reached this place that was full of peace and divinity and felt so at one with everything And the whole group really enjoyed themselves. You can do this alone or you could do this with other people, but it's really worthwhile. It's a great way to celebrate your spirituality and divinity. So the moon is defined feminine energy. In many ancient traditions, the moon is often thought of as a sacred goddess or having sacred goddess energy. And Native Americans refer to her as Grandmother Moon spiritually as i said the moon represents divine feminine energy and connects you with your emotional nature the full moon happens when the earth is this is the science part the full moon happens when the earth is between the moon and the sun in other words the moon is directly across from the sun in the earth's orbit and that's what makes it look like it's lit up like a giant ball This positioning of the moon and the sun being in opposition creates an energetic opposition or some tension that is between the light and the dark or the yin and the yang energies. Now, according to the BBC, I actually found this, there is new scientific research that shows that there may actually be truth in the ancient concept of the moon affecting your mood. The moon has mood-altering powers. Consider the word lunacy. It is derived from the Latin word lunaticus, which means, in actuality, moonstruck. This became eventually part of the English language in the 1300s, because at that time, people believed that insanity was actually caused by moon phases, And there's some reference to Aristotle and maybe Plato talking about the moon and people being a little off or a little crazy eons ago. So this is nothing new. But today, scientists have actually tracked patients and discovered that, in fact, uh, bipolar mood swings can track with moon cycles. It doesn't mean that just because the moon changes phases that somebody who is bipolar will shift from uh, one end of the spectrum to the other. However, if there is going to be a shift, it does often happen around the moon cycle. So there you go. There's definitely truth here. It harkens back to thousands of years ago, and we are absolutely impacted by the moon's phases. In addition, when you're working with the moon, it can have an amazingly calming effect. Many people start a ceremony by clearing the energy in their body or taking a bath or clearing the energy of your room where you'll be doing the ritual or the entire home. And clearing the energy alone can have a big impact on what you are feeling and your state of mind. Remember also that this is a kind of self-care. You're spending time with yourself, getting in touch with the real, authentic you, and that in itself is a soothing endeavor. So you can definitely benefit from these activities. Now, here are a few misconceptions about moon and the moon ceremonies. Unfortunately, some people just think they can visualize something at the full moon and their heart's desire will magically appear within a few days. That's not exactly how manifesting works, although I suppose occasionally that does happen. But if you really want to succeed with your manifesting that you might take on for a full moon or a new moon, then it's really good to know how to do the manifesting work. You might need to go through the exercise several times to reinforce the feelings, to reinforce your vision of what you want, to get really clear on why you want what you want. That's also very important. And how you'll feel when you are successful, that is vital. So consistently connecting with that feeling of success And what you want to experience as a result of achieving that goal and manifesting your dream, that's the most important piece of manifesting. And it might not happen after just one application during the full moon ceremony, but that does set your intention. So it's a great way to start things off. Another misconception is that you have to do everything on the exact day of the full moon or at the exact time when it's full. And that's not really true. It's a lot more fluid than that. The moon is nearly full the day before the full moon and the day after the full moon. So when life gets in the way of your celebration, just get as close as you can. You know, a lot of people do moon ceremonies in a group. And so the date doesn't always coincide with the exact full moon, but that's okay. It's the intention that's the most important thing. A third misconception is that you should do rituals while being naked. And I have to say that would never do for me. I wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, There are some moon followers, however, who feel it's essential and you have to do it like this. And I can tell you that I've done plenty of moon ceremonies completely clothed. So no worries on that count. It still is fun. It still helps you manifest. It still helps you connect with the divine feminine. You're okay, even if you're wearing clothes. I've never been a purist with these sorts of things anyway. And I feel your comfort is more important so that you enjoy the ritual, right? You want to enjoy what you're doing. However, if you live in a place where being outdoors naked is okay and possible, and that sounds like fun for you, Have at it and enjoy yourself by all means. Of course, weather, that might be weather dependent as well, right? So how do you celebrate the full moon? Well, I've done a bunch of research and read a lot of stuff on the web and read some books. And there seems to be a divide in the tradition as to whether the moon, the full moon, is good for letting go or attracting something new. Most of what I have encountered is that the full moon is a great time for letting go, releasing, and clearing. However, I always feel like I might as well cover all the bases. So a lot of times when I do a full moon ceremony, I will do the releasing part and then I will do the manifesting part. And I do that because it is the full moon, which means it's at its full power And to me, that seems like the most opportune time to put it out there in the universe. What do I want? What do I want to create and manifest? So that's why I do both things. But I always start with clearing to give me a really good foundation for anything I do want to manifest. Life is full of ebb and flow, right? Just like the ocean's tides brought on by the moon phases, Living your life in rhythm with the moon aligns you with the ancient wisdom of people who lived far simpler lives, right? And they weren't distracted by social media and Netflix, and they weren't distracted from the truth of who they really were. If nothing else, it's a really good time to practice self-care and focus on your personal and spiritual development and put your energy into whatever you are working towards. Moon rituals and ceremonies differ for the phases. Most people focus on the new moon efforts with setting intentions, manifesting, making plans, tuning in for inspired actions, and then taking them. On the other hand, the full moon is perfect, as I said, for letting go of what no longer serves you and releasing and clearing out what gets in the way or limits you. And both phases are ideal for self-care. So there you go. We could talk about some rituals next. Here's a good one. I love this. Taking a salt bath. So you might take an Epsom salt bath or you might have some salts that have beautiful essential oils in them as well. You might put herbs or flower petals into your bath. All of that is lovely. Nothing like a great bath to just Soothe you and relax. It's fabulous self-care. And then the bath salts, like the Epsom salt, is a great detoxer. So that works to just help cleanse you and clear you like we've been talking about. So light a candle, play some nice music, and let yourself soak, relax, and enjoy. It's a great cleansing ritual. Another way to clear the energy is by smudging. And traditionally, a smudge stick is made of sage, maybe juniper or sweet grass. It's usually a blend that's best. But if you only have sage, we'll talk about what to do. The idea is that you want to clear the energy of either your room or your home. So you you can also use Palo Santo wood, which is from the Amazon. So what you do is you light either the wood or the sage stick And then you blow out the flame and just let it smoke. It's the smoke that does the clearing. And don't worry, it's not likely to set off your smoke alarm unless you've lit too much of it. So you don't have to get the whole thing blazing to make this work. You just need a little smoke to be going. So then you decide where you want to start and you walk around the room and you walk around the home Counterclockwise, so the opposite way the clock goes. So you're actually walking to the left so you go inside a room and walk around the room to the left getting as close to the walls as you can making sure you get in all the corners with that smoke And it's just a quick thing. You don't have to linger. You just walk around. You might do a little extra wave over your chair or your couch or wherever you spend a lot of time in front of your kitchen sink if you go in the kitchen. So complete all the rooms in that counterclockwise fashion. And then what you can do is, especially if you only had Palo Santo or straight sage, What that does is it clears everything, and so it leaves it empty. That's why the Native Americans usually used sage with sweetgrass and juniper, because that also replenished the energy. You don't want to leave it empty. But if you don't have those other herbs, you can. Simply walk clockwise in the room, and you may want to do this anyway. I always love this part. And either sing a song, say a chant, say a prayer, or play some music and go around the room and the home in the clockwise direction to replenish and refresh the energy and put the good vibes back in. I used to get together with a group of women and... As part of our releasing and clearing, we would make a list of things in our life that no longer served us. So, you know, you just think for yourself, what's going on in my life that's not really working anymore? What would I like to let go of or release or be done with? So it might include, you know, habits that really aren't good for you anymore. Maybe you want to cut down on sugar or or exercise more, whatever it is. Perhaps there are people in your life that you feel are dragging you down or could be toxic. Maybe there's some activities that you're doing that don't lead to raising your vibration. Or you might have some emotions and feelings you'd like to release and let go of or memories or whatever comes to mind. Whatever is not working for you, no longer serves you, makes you unhappy. Those are the things you write down. Put them on the paper. Then, when you've completed your list and you don't have to make, you know, it super comprehensive five pages long, just whatever comes into your head on one page and you don't need to fill it, whatever you feel comfortable with will be fine. Then, hopefully you've started a fire. Maybe you're outdoors or maybe it's in the fireplace or maybe you have a fire pit. Just drop the paper in. Let it burn up. The smoke goes to heaven with your wishes of releasing these things. They burn up and transform. You know how the phoenix rises from the ashes. And that's what you want to do as well as you release, let go, and clear yourself of what no longer serves you in your life. Now, you also may want to charge some crystals. And a lot of people talk about this. You can just take whatever crystals you have that you want to charge and put them outside. So you might put them on a table or a railing anywhere that they're in the direct moonlight. Or if you don't have an outdoor area, you can just put them on your windowsill in your home. Hopefully there is one windowsill that faces the full moon at some point in the evening. And then you're charging your crystals in the moonlight. It's really that simple. Just leave them there overnight in the moonlight and then gather them up in the morning. Now you can charge your crystal with an intention before you do this, and then the moon enhances the charging, enhances whatever the intention was. So, no need to worry about the moonlight if you can't see it, right? Even if it's behind the clouds, it still works. The moonlight clears and energizes your stone, which is a beautiful thing. Now, some people make moon water, and that is perfect for reinforcing your intentions that you set at the full moon. Here's how you do it. You take a glass jar or bottle and fill it with water. And make sure it has a lid so you're going to leave it outside and you don't want any bugs or leaves or other things to get in there. So cover it up and then hold the bottle or jar in both hands and think about your intentions and imagine infusing that water With whatever intentions you have, whatever you want to create and manifest, send that energy into the water. You might also say some prayers or affirmations over the jar or bottle of water as well. Then just stick it outside somewhere where the moonlight can get to it and penetrate and charge it with the power of the moon. Then what do you do with this water? Well, of course, you could drink it. I would sip it. You could sip a little daily or I would stick it in the fridge though because you don't want any microbes growing in there. You can apply it to your skin as like a cleansing agent or an energizing agent. You can spray it with an atomizer in the room or even on your clothes. You can add it to your bath water. You can boil some for a lovely cup of tea. You might also add some of that water to your cleaning supplies, whatever you're using to cleaning your home. And that way you're spreading your intentions throughout your home as you clean. Isn't that a nice thought? I've heard about adding essential oils and stuff to the bucket of water as you mop the floors and then you're putting your intentions all over the house on every floor. I just love that idea. So that's a great way to enhance the intentions and to reinforce them by working with the moon water, which is charged with your intentions and charged with the feminine energy and divinity of the full moon. Next, you might be wondering, hmm, how do I really connect with the energy of the moon? And one great way to do that, of course, is to meditate. You can meditate on the moon and connect with that divine feminine energy and the power of that luminosity. And at the end of this podcast, just in a little bit, you'll be able to listen to a guided meditation. But you can also find things on YouTube or just clear your mind on your own and expand your energy field. Any of this works. It all is good. Connecting with the moon And that beautiful divine luminosity is such a relaxing, exciting, and energizing thing to do. Another thing you can do, another ritual, would be to add... A gratitude practice to your ceremony. This can really lift your spirits when you remember all the good there really is in your life. Even if you're not crazy about how things are going right now or you wish things were different, there's always so much to be grateful for when you really take the time to think about it. The energy of a grateful heart is so expansive and highly magnetic. This serves you to energize whatever it is you want to manifest or create in your life. More than anything, the point of the celebration is to spend time in communion with your spirit and your higher self, to go within and connect with your own divinity and sacred self, to get clear on who you are, what you want, and what works for you. This is how you connect with your own sacred self. There is great power in becoming more mindful and going within to seek inner guidance and wisdom. You have everything you need within you. And so it's your job to connect with that, access it, and start using it. Okay, here we are. Time for the meditation. So I hope you can sit in a comfortable place and that you're not driving and you can close your eyes for a few minutes while we do this and just start to relax your body. Begin by taking three slow, deep breaths. You want to exhale a bit more than you inhale because this helps to slow your thoughts and move you into alpha brain waves. That's good. Just keep breathing and relaxing your body. Now imagine yourself outside under the beautiful night sky, with the stars glittering above and the moon shining brightly downward. It's so round and full and mysterious. At this time when the moon is full, its lustrous light shines down to illuminate and reveal anything that would normally be hidden by the dark of night. The full moon is at its most brilliant point so very little can hide. It's a beautiful night. Call out to the moon as you elevate your arms in your mind and reach out to it. Allow the moonbeams to shine down on you, sharing her divine feminine energy with you. That's what the moon does. The moonlight mixes now slowly and easily with your energy field into your aura sharing its beautiful luminosity until you yourself start to sparkle. And before you know it, this lovely light seeps into and beneath your skin. The light slowly spreads and disperses throughout your body into every single cell. And your cells drink up this beautiful light and shimmer. The light nourishes these cells inside and out. Every cell, every molecule, every atom, every light particle. Just drink in that light, feminine, divine energy. Feel your body respond and relax, breathe deeply. You are soaking in all that heavenly light and it awakens the goddess within. She is a part of you that can never leave you. She is always there supporting you even if you are unaware. But tonight, you can feel this divine energy coursing through your arteries and veins, running through your meridians, and then opening and clearing each chakra, activating each chakra one by one so they circulate in the right direction. And this releases the power within you. And you connect with the moonlight and divine feminine energy which up-levels your vibration and frequency, bringing you to a new level you might not have ever managed to achieve before. It just feels amazing. You are in touch with the truth of who you are, your authentic self, and your own divine magnificence. Your beauty. Your divinity. Own this. Own it now. You are a goddess in your own right. Feel this energy and delight in it. Know there isn't a single cell in your body that isn't connected to this divinity right now. How wonderful. The moon blesses you with her wisdom, light, and feminine charm. It calls up the ancient wisdom within you. You can access this wisdom anytime, not only during the full moon, but tonight you are vibrating at a higher frequency so you can access everything and anything you need. And you can remember important things about who you are and what you want and how to manifest your heart's desire. Just sit with this for a moment or two, feeling the tingling and effervescent sensations. Know that you are one with the divine and the goddess who lives within. Slowly, feel yourself now coming back, coming back into the room and back into your body. You start to feel grounded again. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Open your eyes and when you are ready you feel fully awake fully awake and present fully awake and present with your eyes open very good welcome back I hope you enjoyed this talk about the moon and this meditation to help you connect with the full moon and her delightful luminous energy if you enjoyed the episode please share it with someone who you're close with who might also enjoy it Thanks so much. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it. Write a positive review if you feel inspired. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.